When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, what a brilliant season by the Golden State Warriors. Their postseason saw them lose only one game, and that was in the final series, of course, to Cleveland, but they win it 4-1. So to talk all things US sport is our own Carl Bianco and Luke Sakari from SEN's NBA podcast. Thanks very much, Fanny. Carl Bianco here to talk everything US sports this evening on Licorice All Sports here on 1116 SEN. A big review coming up in the next few minutes. We'll be uh, chatting to Luke Sakari, who is, of course, from SEN America and the official SEN NBA podcast. You'll be able to check out a massive edition of the podcast sometime tomorrow. Luke, thanks so much for giving us some of your time tonight. No problem, Carl. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, mate. Yourself? Yeah, all good. Can't complain. Unfortunately, the NBA season has come to an end. There's nothing, there's not a lack of things to talk about because, of course, it was an action-packed Game 5 today. It certainly was, and what a result for Golden State. Disappointing for LeBron and the Cavs, though. Honestly, mate, I mean, the way the the league is at the moment, this could very easily be the the final series for the next three years as well. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about today, Game 5. Yeah. It was a nine-point win for Golden State, 129-120. Kevin Durant was absolutely awesome. He won the finals MVP. Game five today, 39.7 rebounds, five assists, a super efficient 14-20 from the field. And really, throughout the series, he was a difference. I mean, he was that extra element, that extra bit of class and just pure talent. I mean, he's probably the second best player in the world behind LeBron. Some people have him first. It doesn't matter what you have. He's the top three player in the world. So that extra bit of talent is just, it's invaluable. And he proved that because he was the one where, look, you're understanding with Durant, obviously making the move from Oklahoma City to Golden State in the offseason, he became the villain overnight. Or, you know, he was good in every arena. Throughout the playoffs, he was getting heckled by opposing fans. All the pressure in this series was on him. Steph had already won a title. LeBron has obviously won his title and had all the accolades he has. Durant was the one coming into this series with people pointing the finger saying, you made this move. You want to come here to play with these superstars. You're going to now show out on the big stage. And boy, did he ever, because he came out every single game and just set the tone. He was so aggressive. He delivered on what he had to do. He averaged 35.2 points, 8.4 rebounds. 5.4 assists, 1.6 blocks of steal, shot 55% in the field or just over 55% in the final series. He was absolutely sensational. He, he, had to, he had to play well. He had to come out and, and really um, validate his choice to go to Golden State, and he did because he was absolutely stunning. And, you know, regardless of whether you agree with his decision to leave on, we can, I don't know, we can argue to the cows come home about was it good for the NBA? Was it good for him? Was it good for Golden State? We can talk about the ramifications all day. It's nice to see another superstar get a ring. I mean, we all we look back in history and look at all the gates who haven't run a championship. It's nice for Durant to get his name off that list. Yeah, definitely. It certainly was. 
How do you rate uh, LeBron's performance across this series? Unfortunately for him, he doesn't go back-to-back. LeBron James is absolutely sensational. For mine, he's still the buffing for, for mine. For most people, he's still the best player in the world. He, it's just Sometimes a simple state is all you need. First ever player in finals history to average triple-double. It was just absolutely sensational. He fell two assists shy of a triple-double in Game 5 today, but 41 points, 13 rebounds, 8 assists. Came out in the first quarter super aggressively in that first term. Set the tone, was driving to the basket, drawing fouls, getting to the foul line, getting his teammates involved, as he always does. He was absolutely stunning. I mean, you're almost in awe of what this guy can do. And especially, I think, the last couple of seasons, and more so this season, what we've seen from LeBron James is he's paced himself. So during the regular season, he had a lot of down games. He'd rest here and there. People are thinking, well, you know, is LeBron, maybe the age is catching up to him, all the miles and the minutes on his body. Is it finally catching up? A bit of father time, but there's no way, because he's not even the final series. The entire playoffs, he's been on another level. There's no one else who's better at understanding his limitations and his body and and pacing himself in-game and, and throughout the season than LeBron. I mean, he was absolutely sensational. I think for mine... You cannot blame... I mean, those guys, these people have already seen it on, on the social media and, and on some American talkback radio as well, saying there's this tarnished LeBron's legacy. I think Chris Anthony spoke about it on the run home with Fox and Marco this evening, and it doesn't tarnish his, his legacy at all because he did everything he could to win this. And he, was, he said it after the game. He said he's never faced a team like this Golden State team before. They're, the assortment of talent they've, that they've got is just on another level. Sometimes you just have to tip your hat to the opposition and say you're in a better team. I think LeBron has acknowledged that. He said it after game five. He said he's not walking down with his head down. He's holding up with his head high. He laid it all out in these five games. He did absolutely everything that he could. They, at the end of the day, they just weren't good enough to win the series. They just weren't a better team. Golden State just proved to be too good. And, you know, you got some great players on that side. In the end, they were just unbeatable. When Cleveland won that game, the fourth game, you kind of asked the question, do Cleveland have it in them to sort of come back from three losses and actually win the series? I was questioning it myself. I thought, you know, having LeBron certainly is going to help your cause, but whether or not they have it in them to actually win game five and then go the full way and play out the full seven games, it it was pretty much set in stone that Cleveland were going to lose this series and Golden State were going to be uh, the winners, that's for sure. I mean, look, no team has ever come back down from a 3-0 deficit in the NBA playoff series, let alone a final series against, like I mentioned, one of the greatest on-paper talent teams we've ever seen in league history. So it was always going to be a massive task to come back from 3-0 down. I mean, realistically, it was never going to get done. If they wanted any chance, they had to secure game three at home. They had to protect their home court from the get-go. I mean, they'll look back at Game 3 as a missed opportunity because they had the game in their grasp. They're up by seven points with two and a half minutes to go, I believe, or something along those lines. And they just fell apart in those last moments. And they lost the game. They shouldn't have lost. That You look back at that game, it was the only close game we got. I mean, today was close. It was only a nine-point margin. Cleveland actually came out really, really aggressive in the first quarter. But the difference between... And they came out aggressive in Game 4. The difference was, Game 5, they couldn't stop Golden State scoring. So Golden State were matching them. And it was played at a lot faster pace. 
which works into Golden State's favour. We saw that in the second quarter, which uh, with 10 minutes and 14 seconds to go in the second quarter. Cavs were up eight. These were beautiful. They're in control. Maybe we're going to a game six. But the game, like I mentioned, it was still playing the way Golden State wanted it to because it was so quick. Yeah. By half time, Golden State were up by 14 points. Cleveland was playing catch-up ball from then on. And against the Golden State team, that's this it's got this much offensive firepower. It's almost impossible to come back from 14 points down. Um, I think one of the coaches said at this season that when you play Golden State, you're almost down 6-0 before the game begins. Because <laughs> yeah. they're just that off. You're, already, you're just playing from behind just based on pure talent. So that 10-minute that period in the second quarter there was really the deciding game. And, I mean, there's so many storylines to come out of this. I mean, I think Tyree Irving's a barometer for Cleveland in the win. In the one game four win, he had 40 points. In the four losses, he had 24 points, 19 points, 38 points. Magnificent game. That was that game three I mentioned that they should have won. And then 26 points in the loss today. So there's still a bit of a gap between his best and worst. And we know LeBron's going to bring. Kyrie's the one that can elevate them to that other level. Kevin Love, unfortunately. I mean, Kev, uh, Kevin Love's been good this series. But if you look at today, you're only as good as your last game. Six points, two of eight from the field. Yep. He, he, he's, he's one of their all-stars. You can't, that's just not enough production. Like I said, there were concerns for him coming into this series because of the matchup. Yep. He had done a bit to nullify that because he, he played okay, but not enough production when, we, when, the, when the whips were cracking and it was really, really crunch time. J.R. Smith was terrific today. Steph Curry's the one for mine. He was absolutely awesome. Look at the stats. The stats, two, two from Mike of downtown, you think, oh, geez, he hasn't had a good game. Well, he scored 34 points. He was 12 or 15 from the foul line, yep. getting to the basket, getting those easy shots and being super aggressive. He forced Cleveland to change their defensive framework. Um, and pretty much, what does this mean for the NBA? Well, I don't think Colin's laid a flowing down anytime soon because this was absolutely awesome. And just before we finish, Carl, one more. I've got to mention Steve Kerr, coach at Golden State. He's had spinal fluid leaks for the past two seasons. He practically missed the entire playoff. He mm. couldn't coach, severe headaches, couldn't travel. He was nauseous a lot. Really in a bad shape. He was actually able to coach the last few games. It was nice to see him on the podium holding the trophy today because he's had a slew of serious health issues lately. Yep. To see him actually smiling, holding up the trophy. It was a really, really nice moment. I think it touched a lot of people's hearts. Luke, thanks so much for giving us some of your time tonight here on Licorice All Sports on 1116 SEN. We'll look out for a full review of the series on the official SEN NBA podcast coming out tomorrow. Look forward to chatting to you again soon, Luke. Thank you, mate. We'll catch you again, same place, same time next week here on Licorice All Sports on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport.